0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast, connecting more than six million low-income people to low-cost high-speed internet at home. so students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything It's all songs considered plus one podcast I'm Robin Hilton. I was in high school back in the 1980s when Prince released this song. It's called When Doves Cry from the 1984 album Purple Rain. And like much of the music that Prince released back then, it was pretty mind-blowing to us kids. It really felt like we were hearing the future. On this week's Plus One podcast, Bob Boylan and I talk with NPR Music's Ann Powers about Prince, about his music, his place in history as an iconoclast, and why his legacy endures. Ann Powers... I know Prince has meant an awful lot to you. I think it, was, it would be best to try to remember your first moment with Prince. We all have him, right?
1: Absolutely. Well, I have a photograph, and it's proving to be my muse today as I try to gather my thoughts about my very favorite musician of all time. And in the photograph, it's at a party at The University of Washington Probably in some group house and the turn of the 80s And I look like I am in a state Of (laughs) utter bliss (laughs) Euphoria And I know for a fact That I was listening to 1999 In that moment Every time I look at that photograph I hear the song again And I remember what it was like To be introduced to the idea And the feeling of music As the force that could create a new world, a utopia. I always talk about Prince as a as a utopian, as someone who imagines the best possible world. The man never stops. He was such an inspiration on so many levels. But that dream of a world where everyone could dance and love and share across every boundary, and including the music crossing every boundary, that's what Prince represented for me, and I think that's why. He's my ideal
0: musician. You mentioned that record, 1999. I was in high school when, when 1999 came out and, and um, then Purple Rain right after that. And uh, I was listening to the song, nineteen, the title track earlier today. I want to play just the top of it here.
1: Don't worry, I won't hurt you. I only want you to have some
0: and i remember hearing that for the first time too oh and then when it takes off here it's i think it's it's hard to overstate how much this record and this music just turned kids brains inside out
1: 100 percent, so true i mean the sound of it the 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 way that he was so adventurous with electronics, but also, you know, such an amazing guitar player and singer rooted and grounded in funk and the blues and jazz, but then also proving what the future would be in music, even even at that time. You know, Robin and Bob, I'm sitting here. I have taken all of my Prince CDs and spread them on the table, and, and I'm looking at so many high points, not just from those early years, but, you know, I loved many of... The later albums, I love "Rave Unto the Joy Fantastic," "Emancipation," a one eight hundred new funk. I feel so lucky that I have these albums and I can, I can live again those moments.
0: You know, and, lis- and listening to this early stuff too, I was immediately struck by how ahead of its time it was in a sound that. Mm particularly one of the reasons why it probably has endured so much over, over these years is particularly with young people who can't even get it on streaming services
1: or anything Robin you know you were playing a little bit of of that first beginning of 1999 and it sounds futuristic but what's most important is that listening to his music and especially seeing him live everything falls away you know everyone together I remember seeing Prince at Roseland uh, in New York City sometime around the end of the 90s, and I have never been in a room where so much absolute joy and so little inhibition was flowing during a show. Total strangers embracing, and, and, and embracing in, in not just in a sexy way without what's happening, <laughs> but definitely just in a, a love way, the true love in that music. It's, it's just profound.
0: You know, it's funny I, because I remember I, I grew up in this little town and I remember his his uh, overt sexuality and that, that vibe, that complete abandon that you describe. I remember it kind of freaking me out a little bit.
1: Well, this is a man who did appear in a black bikini brief <laughs> on the cover of his album, you know, who had an early poster in which he was wearing those briefs and, and thigh High leggings. Something out of, I don't know, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And yet he was utterly serious, too, about it. It was never a joke. I will say I was incredibly lucky to, to meet Prince and, and inter- interview him once. And one thing that really struck me about him was his incredible sense of humor. What a hilarious person, just quick with the jokes and, and the witty banter. And Even though he he had a strong philosophy of life that came through his music and was very serious about that and wanted to be taken seriously as an artist, even at the height of his fame as a pop star, he also, you know, he was a card. He was a very funny man. And the the humors in the music too, from the very early stuff, the, the material with the revolution, all the way to the present day.
0: How would you sum that philosophy up and, and its shift? Can you talk about some of that in, in, you know, from early days to the most recent records?
1: in the early days of Prince's career, he was all about challenging any boundary uh, by telling the most outrageous stories in his music, but so expertly and seductively that they welcomed us in. So you yeah, know, this is a guy who had songs about having carnal relationships with a sibling, songs about every variety of carnal experience. Those very daring songs we all know Told in this voice, in, in this musical framework, that they did not feel confrontational. They did not feel scary. They just felt extremely warm and welcoming. So that's something that I love. I love the fact, you know, there are people on Twitter talking about how Prince was a weirdo, in a co- and that's a compliment, right? That he was eccentrically himself. And I think that's very true. And he expanded the notion of what a man should be, what an african-american person should be what a biracial person should be every category he exploded but what we forget is that he didn't make music that alienated he made music that invited you in even to the most outrageous scenario so in his early days he was he was confrontational and welcoming at the same time then as he developed he continued to master his musical craft to expand his musical vision and also to bring in a very deep spirituality to what he does. So, you know, you have a great ballad like the cross. This is someone who wrestled with the spiritual and the religious his whole life and included that in his music. He was always talking about this world and the next and how those worlds are connected at every moment. And I think in his great mid period music you you really hear a lot of that. The idea of sensual connections also being divine connections and spiritual connections. That was crucial to his message. And then, you know, as his career went on, he always made great music on record, but he also became the absolute master of the live show. And his live concerts were rituals that transforms people. And I think he, as such a great musician, and someone who with such ease would... You know, lay out the most amazing guitar solo of all time Or, or give a vocal that you just can't even believe a person <laughs> Is able to sing like that And putting together such great bands He kept the idea of the live arena as sacred space Alive for generation after generation And especially in this time When we're used to, you know, crazy pop spectacles Which, by the way, Prince could deliver, you know absolutely killed it in the arena as much as in the tiny nightclub but oftentimes live music can almost feel especially at the great at the grand scale at the pop star scale it can feel like a broadway show or a blockbuster movie but at prince's shows it always came back to that connection between the artist and the audience and between members of the audience facilitated by the artist that happens at the deepest human level. And that is what he devoted his life to. I can't think of anything more beautiful to devote your life to than that.
0: Beyond the live show, he he made almost 40 studio records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at some point, did he fall off the radar in terms of relevance? Or, or do you right. think that to the last hit and run record, he's, he's relevant?
1: Prince's career as a recording artist, obviously, uh, had legendary peaks that remain among the greatest albums ever recorded, and then a lot of other stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Every single one of those releases has something worth you listening to, if you can find it. At the same time, Prince is also iconic in terms of his relationship to the music industry, his struggles with the music industry, his insistence that he get what he deserves from record labels, and ultimately his connection with streaming early on, his connection with the internet, definitely those later releases were not as widely heard, but I think he remained such an innovator that when the assessments start rolling in, you know, the retrospective, we're going to be surprised by how much music from every point in his career proves enjoyable, relevant, important. I just think he was a (laughs) he <laughs> was like a one-man Byzantium or something I mean, it was, he was—he just was a whole world unto himself And it, many of us as listeners don't have time to live in Prince's world But let's all take some time to live in Prince's world for a while Because uh, it's a great place to be And our world is so so diminished by his physical loss But so incredibly enriched by every little bit of what he gave us
0: Thanks so much, Empowers. Thanks, Ann.
1: Thanks to you guys and 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 thank you,
0: Prince. Thanks for listening to and supporting NPR podcasts. To view the entire NPR podcast catalog, visit npr.org/podcasts. That's npr.org/podcasts.